Hello everybody, my name is Toby Mifsud from No One Can Hear You Scream. Today we are covering a long-awaited one that we've been saying we'll do for weeks and weeks and weeks, and we haven't really gotten around to it, but here we are covering Hereditary. I'm joined by my co-host... Ryan! And, um, yes, this is going to be a... What? <laughs> uh, just me that was saying, Ryan! <laughs> this is going to be a fun one, yeah. and we'll, we'll get into it a little bit later why... But I'm so excited to do this one. This is probably the one that I'm most excited to do out of all the other movies we've done. Except maybe The Thing, because I really it's love The Thing. Movie. It's a good movie. Um, so it's, uh, it was released in 2018, and it stars Tony Collette, Alex Wolfe, and Millie Shapiro. And it's directed by Ari Aster, which is her first movie. And we're going to get around to why that's so insane. Um, mm. Because, oh my, yeah, we'll get into it a bit later. But... Um, Today, as well, we're going to um, change it up a little bit. We're going to try and see um, what it would be like without a recap portion, because it does take up a lot of time to do, and from other podcasts and stuff, they don't really need a recap portion to just get into the review part. Um, So, we're going to get straight into opinions, straight into all the other stuff, but we're just not going to have a recap. Um, uh, But yes, uh, so... Just be warned, spoilers are ahead. Uh, this this goes for every one of our podcasts um, because it's spoiler reviews. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get started on the budget estimation. Ryan, over to you. Um, well, well, what I think... Um, well, I mean, it is... What year was this made? 20, 2018. Yeah, 2018. So, it would have been had a lot more... And I hear, I hear the director wanted um, to make more practical effects than um, CGI, mm. and but like to get those, it's quite expensive as well. So, but like this is such a big movie. What I'm thinking is probably between fifteen million mm. or twenty million. Lower. Lower. Okay. Ten million. Bingo. Oh. Ten million dollars. All right. And box office. Got to put that down, but okay, let's take a let's guess. Take a guess. Um, well, this this was one. I think one of like quite a good home. Oh, I wasn't. I hear it's also not meant to be. Actually, I'll talk about that later. But yeah. Um, what I think is it was quite big. I'm gonna say at least two hundred million. Lower. Lower. One hundred and eighty. Lower. Really. One hundred fifty at least. Lower. Your final guess. 120. 80 million. But that's still pretty good. You got to think, that is still pretty damn good. Yeah, it's still pretty good. But But, um, I would have thought that they made higher a little bit. mm, So it made 70 million dollars. So that's that's okay. That's a good, um, good, yeah. So, um, we can skip the recap, go straight into opinions. Do you want to go one at a time or? Um, well, I want to talk about some scenes, but, um. Okay. If uh, you guys don't want to hear it, you can uh, just give probably like five minutes in. All right, yeah. <laughs> um, well, first of all, I just want to say uh, the transitions of like, you know, the dollhouse. Mm, oh, uh, I, yeah. And like the actual scenes. Of Incredible. Them, like, you know, it just, it's, it's great because um, it's, it's, oh, it's just so cool because you see the dollhouse and then as you get closer, you actually see them. That's the opening movie. scene, it's, yeah. It's the opening scene, but also you also get to see it sometimes in um, other scenes as well. Mm. Like, at the end as well, like, um, 
you know, when they kind of pan out and I'm not going to talk about more about that, but I'll talk about that at the end, about the end scene. But like when they pan out, you can see them, it looks like a dollhouse as well. Mm. But yeah, that was also pretty cool. Um, yeah, no, the transitions were great. Um, I also want to talk about the funeral scene where they see where uh, mum's grandma has passed away mm. and she is in the coffin where they're saying their goodbyes and yeah. And what we see um, when Charlie looks at her, what we see on her is a necklace. Yeah. Which it's like a it's a strange necklace. I've never seen it before, but it's it's got it's got a meaning behind it. The same. And it's called uh, the seal of payment. Mm. Payment's the the demon. The that, demon king. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what uh, the director. Ari Aster. Ari Aster. Ari Aster. He says. She. She says. Uh, yeah. She says. I didn't. I didn't want to avo- avoid certain cliches. Yeah. And the obvious symbols, like you know, the cross or like the upside. Yeah, the upside down cross or horseshoe mm. or something. And yeah. And the first thing I uh, she she told the production design team was, they started to look for um kind of sim. Symbology, it would be that uh, symbols that would, um, like just show different kinds of, uh, just different kinds of symbols that would just show like other ways of showing the devil. And, yeah, I yeah. know what you're trying to say because I, I yeah. remember reading she didn't want to use the cliche of lose, using the devil, like Satan mm-hmm. himself. So he she wanted um a lesser known demon and they kind of settled settled on payment mm. which um was a really good choice i feel like um there's a lot of the law behind it cat is like a lot of real life stuff yeah. um there are cults out there that would follow uh payment um but yeah no 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 they, that symbol always pops up if you notice i'm not sure if you noticed it mm. but cuz this was your second time watching the movie right yeah did you notice that when they drove past the pole that eventually yeah, no, kills. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. And there's a symbol drawn on it. Yeah. So they planned it out. They were yeah. like, okay, so what does that I mean? Actually, I have that they in my notes they well, planned yeah. her to get the peanut allergy at the party yeah. to stick her head out yeah, the window. It was, all, it was all like just part How? Of, it was, that, that's insane. Well, I think, you know, at some of the scenes as well, before that, mm. we see a light mm. um, that kind of I don't know, guides them, I guess. Yeah, that's pain. Yeah, it's that's yeah that's payment, and it just guys them. Like at first, when I first saw the movie, I thought that light was kind of like you know something because you know usually you know, cliche is gonna like the light is what guides you to yeah. like somewhere better. But like in this story, it's just the demon payment king, the um, king of hell, and um, yeah, it's yeah not what I thought was um, gonna happen. Mm. Um, yeah, and also, you know, later in the scene, after we see the necklace, we see um, the mum comforting Charlie about, like, um, yeah, just, like, what's going to happen if the mum dies and who's going to look after her. Mm-hmm. And then what we see on the wall is satany. And if you don't know what it means, this is, I've written this down. Um, satany is a word used in a ritual of uh, necromancy. Communicate meaning communicating with the dead, and there's a word zazis, I think it's mm-hmm. how you pronounce this, 
um, famed by British occultist Alistair Crowley when summoning a demon called Corazon, I think, and lift touch pandemonium is a combination of Hebrew word meaning open up and the familiar word pandemonium, which is the context of Milton's Paradise Lost to the place where Lucifer and the Fallen exist. Mm. Okay. Yeah, and also later in the film, we also see a word on the wall. Um, I think was it where write this down? Lift touch, pandemonium. Yeah. Lift touch meaning, in Hebrew, open and pandemonium, uh, which is. Sesame. Pandemonium, <laughs> 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 meaning um. Basically, a uh, common definition, chaos. Open chaos. And, yeah. Open sesame. Or as the capital of hell in Paradise Lost. Mm. All right. Um, yeah, because yeah. uh, there are a lot of words that, um, that are in the film that are like written you know, yeah. on like walls and doors and yeah. stuff like that. I didn't look into the meanings. I probably should have. Um, but, yeah, I was just like, okay. Because this was the second time I watched the film as well. Um, and the, I was just like, okay, it's just cult stuff. Like, yeah. I don't really need to look into that. But you have, so I'm glad you did. Mm. Um, I, just, I just looked at that because I was like, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, because um, when I saw Satan, I just like, oh, it's really something to do with Satan. I'll just search it up and see what it means. Mm. And I searched it up and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And, yeah. So, um, I'll probably get into this a little bit more when we get into the ratings, but this is my favorite horror movie of all time. Nothing yeah, beats it for me. It Nothing beats it for me. It all, it has been since the moment I saw it because the way that they do horror is how horror should be. Mm. It's, they make it about dread and it's this slow feeling and it doesn't rely on jump scares or anything. It's just the build-up and how tense it is. The sounds are so... Oh, my God. That's another thing that I want to talk about later. The sound design. And I'll talk about... I'll actually give an example now. You know at the end when... Um, what's, his, what's his name? What's the boy's name? Peter? Peter, Peter yeah. yeah. When he jumps out of the window... Yeah. And after his mum's cutting her yeah. own head off, he jumps out, he hits the floor, and then you hear her head drop off and fall to the ground. I didn't hear that. <laughs> so, it, like, because it's it's a pan over shot of him just laying on the ground, and then you hear just boom, boom and it's like, <laughs> like you yeah, that that gave me chills to hear that. Yeah, there I was <laughs> even the scenes though, like there were low synths when um he was bashing his head on the table. Mm. There was um you know, and then also you know the scene where it was all silence, like the suspense of you know you know uh, him getting out of bed and just walking to like. Um, I guess the family or lounge room or something mm. and you, you see the dad's burnt body on the floor yeah. and he's like in pure shock and like he doesn't know what to do mm. you just see his mum chilling in the corner of the room and then when he like turns around I went like I forgot about some of the scenes because I haven't seen in a while and like when he turns around I thought like his mum would just like jump at him but um, when he turns around, it's just uh, some naked dude yeah. in the in the doorway, in the just doorway. smiling that at him. That was. Oh. And I was like, oh god, oh mm. no! And then it was all silent, and then you see his mum pop out of the corner. It's all dark in the corner, and he just pops out, and his reaction just jumped, and he knew what to do. He knew, he ran all the way, and he went to the attic, and <laughs> she is just 
insane. Her head banging and she was like on the what a hell of a headache like what else it was um, it was almost like you know the scene in the Babadook where she's like on the door frame and she starts yeah, kicking yeah, it yeah. down I thought when I saw that I was like that's that done ten times better like it was it was so freaky and going back to sound design the final song at the end with oh, the, like yeah. whew, that is I don't know how to explain it it's like a victory sirens but at the same time it's so dreadful like it feels bad and evil but also good at the same time. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Like the ooh, yeah. ooh, yeah, I can't. But um, fuck, it's creepy. Um, uh, but yeah, the movie it 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 works a lot on dread, and it yeah. makes you feel depressed, and it just mm. it's just yeah, very a lot of losses. It and gets like, you yeah. down, dude. Like it yeah. is the movie. It is a movie that makes you sad and just bummed out. And then it uses that to its advantage. It gets you vulnerable, mm. and then it makes you more susceptible to getting frightened by it and freaked out because it makes you really feel. Yeah, because also also looking at the you know, the reactions of the mum and Peter oh. like, when like just, oh the, you know what um, Tony Collette is just Tony Collette actress. and um, Alex Wolf. Alex Wolf, yeah. Oof. It's just like oh the acting was great. I, I mean, yeah, the um, Gabriel um, the actor he like yeah, he like in the movie he. I, like, he was, like, very relatable if, like, in his part, because, um, if you see, like, for example, if I had a wife and she was talking about our dead daughter, like, this and that, like, his reaction, I'd be confused, and, like, you know him going up to the, ba- the attic, I mean, um, yeah. and seeing a body, he's like, why didn't you call the police, and then you see, and your wife is just telling you about the book and all that, you, he, and he was, he was just so confused, and he didn't know what to do. He was mm. like, he was, he looked scared and like, it was kind of really relatable and like his acting was also great as well. Yeah. Some of the, some of the best examples cause, um, they got a good cast for this yeah. movie. They, they, oh, there's actually, you know what, there's, what's great about this movie is that three of them actually know each other mm. from even past because, um, I think, was it Alex, Wolf and Gabriel Altuers, I think, um, they were, they uh, knew each other in a show I forgot the name of mm. um, before this and also um, what, what was her daughter's name Charlie or the actress uh, her name's Charlie? Millie Millie Morris Mo- Millie Shapiro Shapiro okay um, yeah they knew each other in a, in a school I think mm. uh, I don't know what kind of school but I've heard something about it. I keep forgetting but, um, yeah they read something they did they, they were met at like some kind of school and Gabriel and Alex were from an acting um a movie or show and what made it really good is that they all had a connection and but Tony Collette wasn't in there which made her like kind of the outcast and which was which what made it great because she was like kind of out out of it and that's why the um I guess um the uh director like shows and thought would be great just so like you know relationship wise as well Mm. and yeah I think it was really cool three of the best scenes I've got three examples for best acting because holy shit, they're fantastic. The scene where Charlie dies. Yeah, that was actually his face. One. His face when he uh, like his. He was in pure shock. In like, in uh, in that situation, what do you do? You, you wouldn't. Yeah, no. It's, what do you do? You can't. You don't want to get out. That's your sister. You yeah. can't get out and then look at it like that'd be a horrible scene. He just you see the car stop. You, you see his face just. He was in pure shock. Like. Uh, 
and he like he stopped and he like he looked in the mirror and was like looking back he like he he was frozen and mm. I was like like even like, like if you were in that situation exactly what what you said you wouldn't think of like you would, yeah you wouldn't know what to do yeah exactly it's, it's like just such a Oh, that scene is just incredible. So that's that's the first one. Then the second one is when the mother finds out that Charlie's dead. Or I think it's a little bit after yeah, that. No, yeah, but she's crying baby, on yeah. the floor. And she's like screaming, I just want to die. And like, it's just, oh, uh, oh, chills. And then the yeah. last scene, which is, is has been described by Ari Aster as the centerpiece of the film. The dinner scene where they're all at the table. And, um... Uh, what's her name? Annie is screaming at um, Peter, saying like, "Oh, you killed her! You feel no guilt!" And like this and that. Do mm. you do you remember that scene where yeah. they're on the dinner table? Yeah, that, oh, yeah. Oh, that, that was. was think, like she let <clears throat> it all out. Yeah, that it was, was that like, was incredible. I could never imagine yeah, no, being that, that, as good as an actor like she, that. Like, uh, yeah, and also you know, um, Tony Collette, she like, she didn't want to do a movie, like another like I think it was either. When she was thinking, like, of doing the movie, she was... I remember this. She, she didn't know if she wanted to do it, but she didn't want to, like... She didn't want... She wanted to do comedies. Yeah. And then she got the script. Always try a movie. Mm. And, yeah, and I think, was it either... She read the script and did it, or it was afterwards when she did the movie. She did the... She read the script, and she's like, this is too good. Mm. And she... She did it. Um, <clears throat> but, oh, my God, yeah. Uh, as you said before, some of the shots are incredible there's a couple that were like as you said the dollhouse and then there are a few shots where the camera would be situated on the roof and what it would be like is like it does like a 360 pan where it goes around the floor and you kind of see someone walking down the hall but it oh i can't i can't remember how i, can't, I don't know how to describe it it's just like the camera was on the roof one person at the end of the hall and then the camera like swings following them following them down the hall yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that was some of those shots just incredible uh, as I said sound design is perfect music is incredible um, and the death of Charlie that was just I, I don't know how to describe that scene that was it was so I'm what sucks is that the first time I watched the movie I got spoiled I I didn't like, I, I already knew that her death was coming when I watched it, so it wasn't mm. as big of a shock. But what I can compare it to is it's a lot like, um, oh, I can't even remember her name, the little girl's death in Pet Cemetery. Like, it was like one uh, of those types of death where you're like, oh, my God, like, you didn't see that coming. Yeah, because, like, in the, like you said in the trailer, it showed that. But we um, didn't see it. I, what, when I watched the movie, I didn't get any spoilers because all I saw was, um, I saw a clip of it of um, Alex Wolf like, the only clip I saw was um, him slamming his head against the table and then, mm. like, screaming. Like, and, like, people were talking about, oh, this scene, this movie was crazy and all that. Mm. I'm like, you know what, I'm going to watch it one night and see, like, see how it is. Exactly and, what yeah. happened with me, but the first scene that I saw was the death of Charlie. Uh, and then I was like, oh, I wish I hadn't had yeah. that spoiled, though, because I can imagine what it would have been uh, like yeah, to... I, I can imagine you just <laughs> jumping out of your seat and just like, oh, my God. It was... Oof, no, oof. I think, like, oh. It hits hard. And then, the thing is, what's also crazy is that, like, you know, at the end of the movie is where we see her... Oh, the head, yeah. The head on the, I guess, wooden or... The statue. The fake statue. And, yeah, and then we see, you know, the mum and the grandma's decapitated bodies. Mm. And then you hear, um, you hear the grandma talking to, um, uh, 
the God of Mischief, I guess. Yeah. The uh, payment. Yeah, that, but he's also called the God of Mischief. Now, if you think God of Mischief, we're not talking about Loki. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's talking to her, talking to him, saying, saying, um, uh, we welcome you into um, this. We uh, we have a healthy man for you because um he he in the book, um, that the mother had in a box that was hers. Or the grandmother had in a box that was hers. Was uh was about that was about it was about the god saying that for him to I guess for him to come back he needed a male a male host a male host yeah that's the way yeah and so I guess they were been they were all just waiting it was all I guess planned just to get to Peter yeah so yeah um this is I'm not afraid to say this is the scariest movie I've ever seen I like I look back at um at stuff that scared me when I was just getting into horror movies. Mm. Obviously, I was terrified of them back then, but I rewatch them and it's like it's really laughable because I've gotten used to horror movies now. This one scared me as a sixteen-year-old kid, and as someone that's been watching horror movies since they were nine years old. This terrified me. I cannot deny that this this fucking movie shook me to my core. This was this was scary as shit, dude. Like I, and if for that to have done that. Props to it. Props to the movie. Yeah. Because holy crap. The thing is, what, what's funny about it is that it's, it wasn't meant to be a horror movie. Mm. That, that's, that's the thing. That's what Ari Aster said. What was it meant to be? It was like, uh, I read something that said she, like, was just, I don't know. She said, like, I saw, I read something, she put it down, but um, it wasn't meant to be a horror movie. It was meant to be, like, some kind of, not a horror movie. Like a drama. Probably don't like, yeah. Probably this like is but like if you, if it like if it's not a horror movie, what is it? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what you're about. Uh, um, the people in the shadows, like at the at the final yeah. act, ju- just seeing some yeah, of them standing. Are, those people, I was um kind of curious. Is like they're the ones from you know the party. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, the yeah. Fu- the funeral, not the party. Oh, no, not, oh, but also wasn't you know um not that party you in the photos. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Them as well? Yeah, probably, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Because they were her friends. And, um, yeah. You um. Know, that. You know, oh, and also, um, was it Jody? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so about Jody, we haven't talked about her. She is, um, before they, uh, they were, was it the mum, um, played by Tony Collette, um, met a lady named Jody mm. in the movie, and they were, so they were talking about, um, the loved ones because she was in a what's it called what's the group called like some kind of I can't remember it's just a cult I don't I don't know what no, no, they're no, called no not the, um, just a meeting kind of you know talking about the loved ones death I guess it's just a a grief counselling session yeah. I, I'm not sure yeah and so then that and they met kind of all the ends so they met and they were talking about like um how Johnny lost the seven year old and yeah and um the mum lost Charlie and um, they later became kind of, I guess, good friends, I guess. Mm. And um, so Joni invited mum, I forget her name. Annie. <laughs> Annie, that's her name. And, and yeah, over to her house talking about why she was so happy. Um, at the super- she, they were at the supermarket when they met again. And um, they were, why she was so happy. And they started doing some kind of spiritual um, thing about having, having the candle in the middle of the table. And... And talking to and Johnny talking to us, um, seven year old grandson. Yeah. And so they were talking about that and saying, "Oh, move, move the glass, 
right meaning yes, left meaning no, and right on the chalkboard. And he answered saying, like, are you here? And the seven-year-old said yes, moved the glass. And also on the chalkboard, he read, um, I love you, Granny. And that's yeah, and Now, I'm not sure if you know this or if this is what you're going to talk about, but she never had a son. Yeah. That was painted. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that was that's the thing. I was gonna say, say um, yeah, it was all I guess just fate because um, as she was looking, as um, Annie was the mum looking through um, I guess her 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 mum's um stuff in like the boxes, she finds out that her her mum Annie's mum actually knew Johnny and yeah. they were in some kind of cult together, mm. and it was like. Oh, uh, they were yeah, they were in a cult together, and they all they both wear the same symbol, which was also um on the roof of where um the grandma was, where she was decapitated on, and yeah, so it was kind of creepy just how, like when first watching it, like how the plot twist on guess yeah. what? She's actually. I think you need to watch this movie a few times before you really yeah. get what's going on because. You, there are so many seeds that it plants from the start, but you're not paying attention to them until you realise what's going on at the end. So it's it's a really cool movie that way. Like if you, every time you watch it, you pick up new stuff, and it's just it's great. Yeah, you know, what, the second time actually, mm. what I know is at the end, the poor dog. I didn't, I didn't see the dog. What do you mean? You see? There was, no. You know how they had a pet dog? Yeah. Towards the end, you can see it on the glass. Dead. Dead. Shit. I, I didn't it, was, it was right after um, Peter fell out the window. He looks, he looks, um, he, oh, he's walking towards the treehouse, and you can, the camera looks to the glass, and you can see the dog dead on the ground. I didn't say that. Yeah, I, I didn't see that until the second time I watched it. Jesus, alright, there you go. So, yeah. Um, the, this is the third film in a row that, like, that we've talked about that actually deals with grief mm. as well. Because we watched Babadook. Which it's literally the movie about grief, yeah. and then Pet Cemetery obviously, what's yeah. his face tries to get his daughter back because he's going under grief, mm. and this movie is about to loss. It's less about grief, but she still loses someone, and it's yeah, yeah. it's really hard, and it, it's it's one of those movies where they're just it's really fucking sad, it's yeah. really depressing. Yeah. Oh yeah, completely different. <laughs> I'm not sure if you've seen. Have you seen Krampus? No. There we go. There's the reveal. We're doing Krampus next week because um, we're getting into the Christmas season, and then yeah. after that, we're going to do Black Christmas. Have yeah. you seen that? Um, I don't think I have. It's a really good movie, but um, Krampus, it's really fucking stupid, but it's it's good. It's good okay. nonetheless. Um, uh, anyway, what I was saying, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, grief. It's the third film in a row, and that's obviously going to get changed yeah. up. Um, I love just the build up to the end of the film because there was so as I said it just it it gets you very vulnerable and it gets you sad and depressed and then that makes you more susceptible to being scared which is a brilliant way to make a movie because if a movie makes you feel something I think that's that movie's done the right thing and it's done a good job um uh acting is perfect um and oh, one of the the scenes that scared me the most was the the paint thinner dream, where so Annie, she wakes up and she walks into the room with Peter and he's covered in ants. Yeah. That was terrifying. And then she goes, "I never wanted to be." No, no, no. He wakes up. She wakes up, 
and it was a dream. And then she goes back into the room and she, she says, I never wanted to be your mother. And then she like, like grasps her mouth. And then you can see that Peter gets covered in paint thinner. Then Annie gets covered in paint thinner. And then the house goes up in flames and then she wakes up again. That was terrifying scene. That was, that was so scary to me. Um, cause just the pacing of it, it's perfect. Um, the classroom scene, it, yeah. apart from the death, that's my favorite scene in the movie where he's banging his head on the desk. Mm. That's it's freaky. Also, um, just after the death um, of Charlie, what I what I noticed is um you know when they started smoking under the bench, um, mm. Peter and his friends, like he felt you know some kind of like choking and like in his chest it kind of hurt. And all. Yeah, I think that was supposed to relate to. The way Charlie died. Charlie yeah. died because of the peanut allergy. So I guess, like, um, whatever, like, I doubt, I don't know if it was Charlie, but it was probably Payman just to relate, um, to give Peter what Charlie felt. Mm. So, yeah, just to, like, make him feel what, like, what, yeah. Yeah. Just the suffering she got. Mm. Um, yeah, the scene where Annie banging her head on the door. Mm. Puh, that was freaky. Um... Oh, that's another thing that I wanted to talk about. The great acting. When uh, Steve, I think his name is, that's the dad, right? Steve. When he dies, when he burns to death, Mm. you can see the horror on her face and then it just stops and she just frowns. Like she goes from... Yeah, I was like... Yeah, that was was the moment she got possessed. Mm. But holy shit, the acting. Because her face changed in I a millisecond. I feel so sorry for Steve. Like, oh no, he, he did was, nothing. <laughs> I mean, he did nothing, but... Like, he, he know... Because you can tell he really wanted to help Annie. Mm. Because, and, like, his whole family. He Because he was going through some stuff, too. He was, like, the loss of his daughter. He really also felt that. And, like... The thing is, like... Um, when they were going to burn the book, and Annie started giving... Saying, I love you so, so much, Steven. Um, okay, and... Like kisses him and like because she thought it was gonna happen to him, and all of a sudden he, she throws the book. Like he says no, she throws the book, and all of a sudden he goes up in flames. Mm. And I was like, oh no. Yeah, you, you feel really bad for him, yeah. but they but in reality they they didn't need him, so that's why he got killed, which is very unfortunate. So I th- that's the end of my opinions. But do you want to keep going if you have some? Um, I've, oh, I've already said most of mine. Um. Uh, yeah, but I'm on to the facts now. All right, then. Yeah, I don't have much facts, but yeah. We'll but get into them. We'll get into them. We'll yeah. go one one by one. So. Okay, you want to go first? Uh, yeah. Uh, so, the first fact that I have is that people that were watching this movie in cinemas were fucking assholes. Can you imagine why? Why? So... I remember, so I hadn't, I obviously hadn't seen this movie in cinemas, but apparently there was a real problem with people going in and clicking, like just going throughout the whole movie. And um, like there's other movies that I've experienced stuff like that with, like Joker, for example. We went to, me and Ryan went to see that with a group of friends and one of my friends um, sitting next to me the whole time. Because it's such a serious movie. It's not really supposed to be about the Joker, you know what I mean? And it's a really serious movie. But I had one of my friends sitting next to me going, Oi, that's bloody Penguin. And like, that's that's fucking this. And that's and I was like, dude, just shut up. I want to watch the movie. And um, I can imagine and I can relate. Because this is 
even more serious than the Joker. Mm. People in in the cinemas just clicking. That would be so yeah, fucking annoying. I, so I would turn around and punch someone if they did that. <laughs> I just shut up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. I got. Yeah. That would really just be. Yeah. But um. Yeah. Here's another fact. These are. I put some facts. You know, behind the scenes mm. of um. the ideas, which is like pretty cool. Um. So you know how we see Charlie eating like some chocolate. And also, you know, um, uh, her, like, also, you know, like, with the cake, the, and, uh, chocolate, uh, what, and what they put in, which is, like, you know, which is really cool, like, him, chocolate is often associated with sin and temptation, which mm. explains why Charlie really, oh, well, Parman, um, is obsessed with it. Yeah. Because, so, yeah, it's, so it's basically kind of, and what they call it is the devil's food cake. So there you go. You know, also with that. So yeah, that's pretty cool. So yeah, your turn. Um. So in an interview, Alex Wolf actually explained that he wanted to literally break his own nose. I heard it, yeah. For for the scene, uh, and director Ari Aster respectfully declined the offer and told Wolf they'd give him a soft cushion desk for the scene. But when it was time for the scene to be shot, Wolf slams his head into the desk only to discover that the top was foam, but the bottom was really hard. So yeah. he, he dislocated his fucking jaw. He, he dislocated his jaw on that table when he did that scene. That's insane. Um, but yeah, go on. Um, uh, also, uh, you know the pigeons? In, um, the pigeon that hit, uh, smashed into the window? Mm. Um... Uh, what they what well the idea which is really cool behind it is that you know pigeons are used as messengers who sometimes carry warnings. Yeah. So that was just a little kind of reference or I guess just to show the pigeon um, that is trying to carry a warning. So that that was like pretty cool about that. Mm. So that was just a like, basically a mini fact. Yeah. Uh, I've got another mini one. Uh, so Ari asked. Sorry, Ari Asta wanted to go for scares that were emotionally justified instead of jump scares. And I talked about that a little bit before. She wanted to get you invested into the characters. So all the scenes that were deaths and all the scenes that were terrifying would be that just that little bit more scary because you could relate to it a little bit more. So, so yeah. Go on. Uh, well, some people, like, I've seen some, um, on, like, what I've searched up, some people would question... He put the body in the attic of mm. Grandma, and this is what um, I guess they um, I asked to clear up that the cult of Paymanis um, dug her up and put her there as as from the Grandma's instructions. So it was the Grandma's idea, and also she instructed them, you know, the people from I guess the funeral and the, par- the party mm. that. Uh, they were there. She instructed them, like, I guess, spiritually. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I'm not sure. I think you might have tried to touch on this a little bit before. But um, during the support meeting, Annie recounted her brother's suicide at age 16 mm. and states that his suicide note blamed their mother for putting people inside him. Yeah. Uh, so, though Annie chalks this up to his schizophrenia because he had that, it could very well be that Ellen originally attempted to con- conjure payment through her own son. 
So I, I, I don't know if you you picked up on that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I, I picked up on it when I was watching the movie. I was like, wait a second, because um, I, I remembered this was my second rewatch. Uh, sorry, no, my first rewatch. Um, the first time I watched the movie though was back in 2018 when it just came out on Netflix. Um, and so. Yeah, it, like I, I picked up on it a little bit and then I, I looked into facts and stuff and I saw it and I was like, okay, yeah, I, I didn't put that down originally. So, yeah, go on. Um, this is my last fact. Okay, I have um, a few more. Charlie's decapitation scene is similar to an incident in 2004. Okay. Which actually happened in real life. So, um... <laughs> okay, here we go. Um... So in a two thousand four, um, well, I mean in the scene. So as you, as I'm gonna say again, you know, um, Peter was driving Charlie home, and because of peanut allergy, and she st- sticks her head out of the window to breathe, and he sees a cow or something on the road, and he swerves to like the right, and she gets her head like decapitated by a wooden uh, wooden post. Yeah, but um, a similar event that took place in Marietta, Marietta, Marietta. Sorry, um, Georgia, in, two th- in 2004, a young man and his friend were driving home from a party, drunk. The friend poked his head out the window as he feared he was going to throw up. The driver swerved near a pole and a wire sliced off the passenger's head. However, the driver was so drunk that he didn't notice his friend had been decapitated. He drove home, parked in his parents' driveway, and went to sleep. Just like the movie. Yeah. Jesus. All right. Um, this one's a really funny one. So one of the trailers for Hereditary was accidentally shown at the start of Peter yeah, Rabbit, yeah. and they <laughs> the, the movie had to be stopped. Yeah. And like the, all the kids were freaking out, which is oh, that's hilarious. Imagine being there. That would that would be funny, just seeing kids running out of the ski, the yeah. cinema screaming. That's hilarious. Oh, that was right. <laughs> yeah. mm. oh, that was bad. According to Alex Wolf, the film was originally over three hours long, but they had to cut out a lot of it, and it was all consisting of Actually, like. I have fact about Alex Wolf. Go on. No, you want to finish? No, I'm pretty much done with okay. that fact. Um. Well, Alex Wolf, he. I mean, we really did um, method acting in the movie for like about three months. Mm. So yeah, um, do you have more about that? I do. So, um, where is it? Um, I have this written down somewhere. Here we go. Alex Wolf was a method actor, and the filming of the movie completely stuffed him up, and he had to go to therapy afterwards mm. because he would come out on set and act exactly like Peter. And he was he would just be sad all the time, and some of the stuff like again he he literally broke his own jaw jaw for one of the scenes. He wait, wait which scene? I told you I I literally read this before. Uh, oh no! When he's slamming his head. I thought because oh, only heard his nose. He didn't break his nose. He broke his jaw. Oh, so he yeah. he wanted to break his nose, but he ended up breaking his jaw instead. Oh okay. So yeah, um, but yeah, so he literally had to go into therapy afterwards. Which is terrifying. Mm. Oh, like, I, I... I don't know how people can push their bodies that far. Yeah, there's a uh, method of getting mm. somewhere. Yeah. Alright, so do we want to get into ratings? Yeah, I don't know. Do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, sure. So, my villain rating is 8 out of 10. Because 
the the villainous payment. But it's such a good build-up because there's like, obviously there's seeds planted like at the very start of the film. So every time you rewatch it, you find out find stuff new. But leading up to the reveal of the villain, it's it's a very slow journey and it's a slow burn because you it's not one of those villains that present itself at the start of the film and then it goes on forever. Uh, it's it's something that only gets revealed at the end. What is actually causing everything? So yeah, what's yours? Um, mine was actually the same because mm-hmm. um yeah because I mean to think about it it's all because of, I mean well obviously it's all because of grandma because it all started because of her and or well, maybe not just her but also the the group that started yeah the cult and yeah so. It's just um, just the lead up and how it was planned and all. Mm. It was just it's crazy and also like um, payment can just just oh, it's crazy because like you wouldn't want to be possessed by something that powerful. Mm. Uh, my scare rating is a ten out of ten because again for a movie nowadays to scare the shit out of me like Her- Hereditary did impossible and it did it so ten out of ten easily. Uh, well, for me, I got like probably an 8.5. Really? Yeah, because okay. I'm like some things. I mean, I don't like. Uh, I'm like, I mean, I like horror, but like, I'm not so much into it as like Toby is because he loves his horror. And mm. I'm okay with it. But um, some of the scenes, they don't really scare me as much, but like, it is quite a scary movie. Mm. And like the scenes, like so that suspense, and I, I quite like it was a good movie. Yeah. And my movie rating. It's my first movie that I can proudly say is a 10 out of 10. Easily a perfect movie. There's nothing wrong with it in my eyes. Nothing. It's perfect. 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, no, mine was 10 out of 10 too. There you go. I, um, yeah, no, the scene, just the acting as well, it's just Tony Collette. It's just, uh, she's an amazing actress. And even, like, and not just her, it's also Ad Wolf, Gabriel, and... Um, Millie Shapiro. Millie Shapiro, yeah. Militia. Militia. Uh, Millie Shapiro. <laughs> yeah, okay. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, their acting was just great. And also, um, her first movie, you want to say the name? I can't. Her, <laughs> Millie Shapiro. Yeah, yeah. Her yeah. first movie, which is just great. That's, I mean, mm. because when, when at, at the end, I didn't realize it was the first movie I told the end, and I said introducing, introducing, I was like, oh, that's, that's quite a great movie for, like, yeah. first time. She was 14 when she filmed it. Mm. Um, and what's her name? It was Ari Aster's first movie that she directed, which is... Oh, how, and for for the camera work and just the... Mm. How do you get a 10 out of 10 movie on your first movie? Like, that's... How? How do you, like, I... It, it's you so... Know, the, the, you're, like... She probably plans out like really, she she definitely plans out really well mm. how she wanted it like it was in just, production for three years. Mm, well, it's, she, yeah, she, like she said, she probably planned it before as well, but also like started doing it. It's just yeah, yeah. Like that's what like one great like I like I don't know what other movies she's done, but I'm, I bet it's better as well. Yeah, like great. that's like for first movie. That's that's exciting. Mm, just I with when I'm very critical with movies and so when I'm watching it I always actively try and find things that are wrong with it I could not find a single thing with this movie 
pacing is incredible acting is incredible camera work sound design the music everything is just mwah. the story the rewatchability because again as i've said this three times now you can rewatch it and find new shit every single time and it's so oh, i cannot tell you how perfect this movie is oh, it's such a great movie just uh, the villain the suspense the scares is just great mm. So, this was the perfect movie to wrap up on before we get into our Christmas season movies. Yep. And um, I'm actually excited to get into those. I haven't seen Krampus since, like, 2015. So, it's going to be it, so. it's gonna be a good one. And I, I, I think, actually, all of these movies, except Pet Cemetery, we I've seen beforehand. You're new to pretty much all of them, right? Except yeah. you saw... What did you, what did you say beforehand? You saw... Um, well, I mean, I've seen... Here's what I'm saying. So, to watch it... So, um... Toby actually told me to watch um, Wolf Creek uh, 1 and 2 before we actually wanted to do it. Do it was literally... We got into Wolf Creek like a week before we did the podcast. Yeah, I'm a week sure. before we did the podcast. And then Toby comes up. Hey, you know what? We should make a podcast <laughs> yeah. out of this. Yeah. So, yeah. Then we started doing it. Then we had to watch it again. And then we mm. just did it. Um... The thing, I think I watched that. Actually, no. Actually, I didn't watch it. I never watched it. And, yeah, I think only ones I have watched is actually... Actually, you know what? The Blair Witch is the only one I've watched out of all, everything else. There you go. And Hereditary, of course. So. Pet Cemetery is the only one that I have. Yeah. Um, but every single movie that we've covered so far is great. And because I've seen all of these, after we do the Christmas movies, Krampus and Black Christmas, which um, I've seen both of them, both incredible movies in their own right. Krampus, it's I'm very mixed on it, and you'll see why when you get when we get to it. Because yeah. we'll watch that together, right? Yeah. Um, I want you to try and find a movie that I haven't seen that you have, and then I, it'll be a bit hard. Yeah, it'll be a bit hard. But yeah. I want you to find one because I want you to be like, okay, this is a movie that I want you to watch, and then I'll be like, okay. And it we'll do. <laughs> All right, like Gremlins or something. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen Gremlins though, um, but yeah. So next week, covering Krampus, it's gonna be a fun ride because mm-hmm. again, that movie is so weird, so wacky. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want you to watch a trailer before you go into it as well, just so you get a feel. Okay. Um, uh, so yes, uh, Merry Christmas season, everybody. It is the what tenth of December, fifteen days. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as always, if you're not following us on the YouTube, go subscribe now. If you are watching this on the YouTube, go follow us on Spotify. It's a bit easier to listen to it on Spotify. Um, but yeah, honestly, thank you all for watching. Like, Happy comment, Christmas. subscribe. Have a good Christmas. We'll, we'll speak to you before then. Yeah. But um, yeah, just have a stay safe during the holiday season. Don't go out with too many people because of COVID. That's still going on in America. So um, yeah. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll see you guys for next week or Sundays, Krampus. Yeah, thank you for listening. Goodbye.